welcome to the Bulldog Broadside, in which the written and spoken word matter. I'm Ms. Carino, and in this episode, we have a few more fifth graders who would like to share their stories. Let's start with what's the word, in which we highlight a word that you should learn. Our word for this episode is zephyr, and it means a brief gusty wind. Try to use it in a sentence like, the zephyr blew the kite into the tall tree. Now on to this episode in which Olivia, Will, and Reese tell their fantastical tales. Hi, my name is Olivia, and today I will be reading you a story. This story is called The Pearl. Why do you never let me do anything? Taylor screamed at her mom while stomping down the stairs to the basement. It's been hard for Taylor and her mom since her dad went on deployment. Taylor's only wish is for her dad to come home. Things wouldn't have been like this if dad was here, Taylor mumbled to herself. Taylor saw a box of her dad's stuff and decided to look through it. What is this, Taylor said. She picked up a huge glass orb that looked purplish blue. I wish I could talk with dad again, Taylor said. Whoosh! Wait, dad, Taylor says. Where am I? Hey, Taylor, her dad says. Dad! She runs over and hugs him. Where are we? She says, somewhere dark and bad, he replies. How do we get out of here? She said, I don't, she said, I don't know, he replied. As Taylor is exploring the different dimension with her dad, she sees this type of orange-red orb, but she doesn't think much of it. She turns around to see her dad, but he isn't, but he's gone. Where is he? She said in a panicky voice. She started to run to try to find him, but she tripped on the orangish red orb and cut her cheek as her and cut her cheek on a rock. As her cheek was oozing blood, she had held the orb in her hand and said, I wish I could go home with my dad. Whoosh she wakes up in a puddle of sweat. Ah she screams. It was all a dream. Knock knock, I'm home. Dad, my wish came true. Taylor jumped out of bed. You're home, she ran down the stairs and sprinted down the hall. Dad, she yelled. Dad, she yelled. Finally found him in the kitchen. She ran toward him, crying. I miss you so much. Me too, Sugar Plum. Hello. Have you ever heard of Santa Claus? Well, probably, you probably have. So this is the story of Claus, Santa Claus. Once upon a time, there was an old man living in the woods near town. The town feared him because he is rarely seen by the townspeople. Then one day, a foolish boy goes to the house and knocks. No answer. Knock, knock. Still, the quiet sound of the forest been whispers in the w- of the wind. The boy thinks to himself, it was all fake. No one lives up here. He stops as he sees a lantern get lighted in the house. He stands frozen, petrified in fear, thinking, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. He finally got the courage to run, and run he did. He ran so fast, he was like a blur in the wind. He ran to his mom, telling her, he's coming, he's coming. The little boy was so scared, he was trembling, as if ten tons of weight was pushing down on him. After hours and hours of sitting in his bed, he finally fell asleep. Later that night, there was a strange knock on the door. It was the exact same knock the boy did to the house. The boy answers, and the man with the axe on his hip is standing at the door. He has a long beard like Santa Claus. He said in a deep, soft voice, You need to come with me. 
He grabs the boy's arm and yanks him out of the door. The man's hands are nice and not rough, as if he has gloves. He takes the boy to the cabin and sits down. The boy sits to a calm night breeze, floats around the cabin, and the the man lights a lantern. The boy suddenly sees millions of toys light up the wall as if the house grew in size. The man said, my name is Claus, what's yours? The man squeaks out Mike. The man says to Mike, I need your help to give the town toys and you need to tell the world of Claus, the gift giver. Your job is to tell the world in a flash. The boy is back in his bed like nothing happened. He could barely fall asleep that night. In the morning, he woke up to see toys laying in his living room. He does exactly what Claus told him to. He runs outside and yells, Claus came, Santa Claus came, give us, gave us these toys. He never sees light in the old man's cabin anymore. But all he knows is once a year on Christmas Eve he, night, he gets to, he hears the knock and gets to see his friend again. The end. Hi, my name is Reese Walker, and I'm going to read my story. It was a normal Tuesday morning at Bridgeway Elementary. All the students were working quietly until they heard a loud bang and thought there was an intruder. Then the intercom went off in all classrooms. We are now on lockdown. All students and teachers must be in a classroom. Beep, beep, beep. The intercom turned off. The sounds of crying and screaming flooded all classrooms. Then it was silent. All you could hear was footsteps in the halls getting closer and closer. There was a knock on the door of room 128. No one moved, said Miss Walker. Her voice stuttered. There was another bang, but this time after the bang, there was a creature right in front of their eyes. It had a long tongue that could slurp you up. It has rare, sharp teeth that could gobble you up in a minute. And lastly, it had long arms and legs, and it was very fast. No one has ever seen this creature before. It made a loud noise. Screech! And the room fell with fog. The students were worried and didn't understand why this creature was in their classroom. As soon as the fog disappeared, they realized the monster was gone and Miss Walker was gone too. The students were wandering around the classroom looking everywhere possible for Miss Walker. She's nowhere, one of her students yelled. They all felt butterflies in their stomachs and thought they were never going to get their teacher back. There was a loud bang. Then the room was filled with fog again. This time, Miss Walker was back, but she wasn't normal. She was an alien. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks to Olivia, Will, and Reese for sharing their work. We also want to thank the GCPS Educational Foundation and the VEA for the continued support for this podcast. Lastly, thank you for taking the time to listen to the Bulldog Broadside in which the written and spoken word matter. This is Ms. Carino, and until next time, go Bulldogs!